Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, GEICO could save you 15% or more. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. And you can hit me on Twitter, at MikeLSports. A big thanks to Ken's Auto Detailing, Axe Exotic Pets, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and our great friends over at Hides of Liverpool. Make sure you head on over there for the conies, the dogs, the fries. Terrific, terrific desserts as well. And they're doing some cool stuff in the month of March, man. Soft pretzels with cheese and chicken wings to celebrate all of the March basketball. And you can use promo code MLSP. That's MLSP. If you're in and around Central New York, use that right at the register and get 10% off your order at Hides of Liverpool, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Super excited to bring out of the program America's most beloved sports writer. You know him. You love him. Kevin Kernan on Twitter at AMBS underscore Kernan. Doing great work for Ball 9. You can get his work and Chris's and Rocco's and everybody doing some amazing stuff at Ball9.com. And make sure you pick up apparel as well. I contribute to the website once in a while as well. KK, welcome aboard, man. We're getting close. Always good to be with you, buddy. All right, let's start with Gary Sanchez. I mean, (laughs) First of all, this guy still being on the roster is just, for me, it's it's mind-boggling how long they've hung on to this guy. Uh, I know you wrote a piece on Ball9.com about Gary Sanchez. This has got to be the end here, right? This is either this is either he, he's here to stay or, or, or he's gone. I mean, this guy's got like, if, if he's got like 100 lives here, Kevin. Yeah, it's always been that way with Gary and the Yankees. I remember seeing him in the minor leagues and... Um, spending time with him and he's always good with me and um, but I remember talking to him it really struck me as funny from the first time I met him face to face about some of the things he needed to improve upon and I talked to had I talked to scouts about him I had seen him so it wasn't like I was just coming in you know talking off the top of my head I knew what I was talking about and he just totally basically said he doesn't have to improve on any of those items you know he he just had this um it's good in a way, and it's bad. He has his confidence that's out of this world, but it caught up to him. I I like the swing. When I, I got to be honest, I like the swing when I'm seeing uh, this year. It's a lot more compact. He's he's uh, you know he, he's he realizes like all these guys, they have plenty of power. They just need to make contact. Now, will he stay with that? And when the season, you no, know, he hasn't played a full season. Nobody did. Um, he has a tendency to get out of shape as the year goes on. 
he already seems pretty big to me in the uh, the, the the baggage uh, department uh, when you when you look at his hips and the size of him. So he's going to really, for him to be successful, he's going to have to work really hard to stay in shape. Can he do that? I've had uh, guys like Jerry Nyron, you know, catching guru who worked with James McCann. Now uh, Tony Lavusa smartly hired him for the White Sox. Uh, but Nary told me this winter we were talking one day and he said he would not yet give up on Gary Sanchez if he were in that position. He would love to work with him. And at the time he was not affiliated with any team, so he could say that. And um, so I think there's something still there with Gary Sanchez, but this this is it, do or die. No more, no more BS. Uh, you know, you're one step away from being Rafael Montero. Oh, man. Um the, the the Yankees as a whole here, KK. I mean, I, I just I look at it as as a repeat of last year. I mean, tons of right-handed hitting, not a lot of balance, lack of starting pitching. Bullpen will eventually get taxed because of it. Already, the injuries are rocking and rolling with Zach Britton. How, how is twenty twenty one going to be any different for the Yankees? Help me out. Yeah, Mike. It's. Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out myself. I think what we're seeing right off the bat, a couple things. I'm going to start with the positive because okay. it is spring training, and I always try to stay positive. <laughs> um, Garrett Cole looks really good. His stuff is, you know, he's got an 80 fastball, and then scout lingo, that's the best you can have. Uh, you know, um, the stuff he's got is phenomenal. They can't screw around with him. They have this guy that's their pitching coach, who's basically a high school pitching coach, got promoted through the system in Cleveland, I'm not, you know, I haven't been around him one-on-one because of the COVID situation, so I'm not going to pass judgment. But my tendency, what I've seen in the past with these guys that get these jobs, except for the Kevin Longs of the world, Kevin never made it to the majors, but very good at basically transferring his knowledge to hitters and working with each individual hitters, individual hitters. Too many pitching coaches I've seen of late come up and, and let me give you an example. Say they weren't that good, so they really had to learn a cutter to survive. And then um, they want to teach everyone to cutter because it worked for them. Uh, these pitching coaches have to look differently at these players like Cole. So if Cole can be himself and not be influenced too much by the pitching coach, I think he'll have a, a good year. Uh, the early reports I'm getting on Kluber is he looked good. So you got to cross your fingers there. Same thing as what you said before. Herman, um, Herman has talent. No, no, no getting around that. They need him desperately. Um, so if the pitching, I, I actually could see the pitching holding up for a little bit. But again, a long season. It, we have no clue what it's going to be like this season for these players because they haven't done it in a while. What's what's Kluber's got like what eight starts over two years? So the jury's sure out of him. The thing that scares me about the Yankees right now. It's not the pitching. I'm concerned about the pitching, but I'm not scared about it at this point because of uh, Herman, how he's looked, and the Garcia and some of the young guys. <clears throat> it's the hitting. Hmm. Um, I'm a little troubled by Luke Boyd having some knee issues. That's what we heard or what we're hearing. Um, first of all, when they tell you there's some issues, it's worse than it is because they usually hide every freaking injury, as you well know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had some leg issues last year at a foot problem. And he's supposed to get that taken care of. So that concerns me. He has not looked good in spring training. Talked to scouts this morning, matter of fact, about that. And, uh, you know, he's a hard worker. I like Lou Boyd personally. Uh, if he's healthy, he'll be fine. But my question is, can he stay healthy? 
The other guy that can say anything right now is Judge. Judge does not look good. Judge is a little different this year. You can see in his uh, makeup, he, uh, physical makeup, he's uh, he seems to have finally smartened up and gotten away from the heavy-duty weights. But the swing is not there yet. In the past, I've noticed with him, it's a process. It really is a process with his swing. It's so so different uh, that that it's like a, you know snapping a rubber band. He's got to get every part working. But having said all that. These pitchers have finally gotten smart to some of these guys and had a pitch to them. So, so that's my two question marks. That's what I'm concerned about. Overly concerned about the defense once again. I mean, Glaber um, Torres. <clears throat> I think as the year goes on, he's another guy you got to watch how he's going to wear out or maybe get out of shape a little bit. And um, uh, I just think he's 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 uh, not there as a shortstop. I have my concerns about Aaron Hicks as well. Hicks is, you know, Hicks has got more credit for a guy who's really never been done super, super successful. Well, I read about it. It's kind of like every story you read last year in the last two years by all the writers and stuff about Adam Ottavino and his pitching lab and this BS and that BS. <laughs> Meanwhile, he comes in a game, especially a playoff game, and and, and and he can't throw a strike. So, so don't fall, my advice to writers is don't fall in love with the pitching labs or the offseason work or or the drive line. Let's see how they do in games. So I, I, I agree with you. The Yankees have some major, major issues. But they also have major talent. Um, and, and, they, and as we've seen time and again, teams don't want to win, so they trade away good players when they needed to be, uh, if, if teams need to pick someone up. So that's where the Yankees are at. Are they in the, are they in the World Series? I, you know, I've watched a lot of Dodgers this spring. That's one of the things I've really worked on this spring, is trying to make a really make an effort to watch the Dodgers just to see, because they, they're so deep and so good. Now, Kluber was terrible yesterday. Um, uh, uh, not Kluber, I'm sorry. Um, Trevor Bauer. Uh, he, 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 he had nothing, and he was all out of whack. So we'll see where that goes. But the Dodgers are so talented. I don't see a team, you know, maybe the Padres, but I don't see, you know, the Yankees aren't in that class. That's what I'm trying to say uh, in so many words. So the Yankees... I think there's plenty of reason to be concerned by the Yankees. We'll see how the year plays out. Blue Jays are going to be much better. Um, and, and I really have my concerns. We've already seen Zach Britton's a huge loss. Uh, I don't care what you say. They're going to say, well, he dodged a bullet. It's only an elbow chip. Any kind of reliever, he throws the sinker. You know, that, 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 that's a major issue. And I'm a little concerned with the Yankees and so much talk about the gas station and what these guys are doing. Uh, they're trying to treat everyone the same as opposed to getting out individual ability and make that ability strive the most. So I'm not sold on their pitching coach yet. Kevin Kern and our guest, ML Sports Platter, talking some Major League Baseball at AMBS underscore Kernan. You know the deal. America's most beloved sports writer. Terrific work at Ball9.com. Give me a team in the American League and a team in the National League you are most looking forward to watching in 2021? Well, I'm going to give you the two National League teams first because uh, I want to mention, I mentioned already with the Dodgers. Yes. I love the way they play because of Mookie Betts. And, uh, we talked a little bit about the Dodgers, but we didn't talk about Mookie Betts. I'm telling you, Mike, oh. the Mookie Betts trade will go down as one of the worst trades in baseball history because this team had money and could have, could have signed this guy. And I don't want to hear the garbage that he wasn't going to sign here. You give these guys money, they would have signed. Many conversations with Mookie through the years, 
He's a baseball player. And we need more baseball players. Guy can run base and steal. What he brings to the Dodgers is off the charts. And uh, so, and then the depth of talent that they have is pretty incredible. Corey Seager, you can't get a fastball by this guy. He's a first pitch killer. You know, if you throw a fastball first pitch, he's crushing it somewhere. It went to uh, right field the other day. And the other team, of course, is the um, the Padres, simply because I want to see Tatis Jr. Um, I want to see how he reacts now that he's got all the money and there's going to be a little more pressure on him. And I, I think he's a, one of the reasons why they signed Tatis long-term is because uh, Manny Machado can be such a head case that bringing Tatis a positive vibe to the ballpark makes Manny a positive guy. You know, Manny's more of a chameleon-type player. So he'll follow Tatis's lead, being excited about the game. He'll have fun being like, well, you know, I'm trying to teach a young buck this or that, like taking a leadership role, when the reality is it's the opposite. The kid is teaching Manny. So I want to see what their pitching does. Blake Snell, uh, again, we can't get dumber in baseball. Pitching the shutout last year in the World Series, he's going to try to, he's going to, he's going to try to, as they say in the business, shove every every start because he's so pissed off at how Kevin Cash treated him and how the Rays treated him, not letting him uh, deserve to be in there when he should have been in a World Series game, biggest biggest series, biggest game. So, so the Padres are going to be fascinating over in the American League. I'm really curious how the uh, Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, to me, are the most interesting team right off the bat, simply because I've always been a George Springer fan. Uh, I remember talking to the Mets and Yankees when he was coming out of UConn. UConn. I was pushing for those uh, people to draft him if they could. Uh, I love the way he plays the game. He's not an analytical guy. You know, he plays baseball. He's going to set the tone for those young guys. That's a great signing for them. And I think it's, uh, the Mets missed the boat on that one. And again, we're in this era now where player, where people in charge don't understand what other players mean to other players because they're just looking at individual data. <laughs> Excuse me. And the data doesn't tell the whole story. George Springer makes your team better. He's like a good point guard. And I think, uh, you know, if, if they can get the pitching, we'll see. But I think it'll be a great uh, influence on the young players for the Blue Jays. Love to see the Blue Jays get out of the box early make some things happen. They're going to have an interesting schedule, too, because, you know, evidently some games in Dunedin, who knows who else they're playing. Depends on, uh, you know, what's going on. And just as an aside, I was talking to people. The one area in spring training where kind of like the math police are the, are, are, are the uh, strictest is over in uh, Dunedin, and, uh, which is just one of the little funny things I find about baseball now. You know, it's just... It's bad enough you got to do everything else in baseball, but now, uh, God forbid, your mask falls over your nose, nose for, a sip, for a second, you know, uh, <laughs> or you take a sip of your uh, cold, cold brew. So that's where we're at. Love to see the Blue Jays do well. Hope that answers the question. The American League, I, mean, I, I guess if there is once another sliver of hope for the Yankees in particular or maybe, maybe Toronto who – could be a year away, and I'm with you on the Jays. They're going to be a blast. I I, I love watching Biggio and, and Bichette and Vlad Jr. come through the minors. I mean, that was what a thrill watching those guys play. Vlad hit one. Vlad hit a ball like 420. I I lost it. It, it went way in right center field in, in Syracuse. I mean, he just he 
blast. It went so over the wall. And then I said, I, eh, it might be 4, 20, 30. Eh, I don't know where it is now. So I'm with you on the Jays. They're super exciting. But the AL as a whole, we've got Lindor and Carrasco are gone from Cleveland. Boston, right. rebuild. Baltimore's terrible. Tampa loses Snell and Morton. <clears throat> you know, the Twins, eh, I don't know. Maybe the White Sox are a year away. I mean, there's another team. Uh, the Angels, they never get it done. The A's had big losses in the offseason. They lost Simeon and Hendricks, right? So isn't the AL down? Way yeah, down? Like, I remember growing it, it is a down league right yeah. now. And I remember I remember growing up, uh, uh, and back when the, the All-Star game meant something, there was this, that, that spurt where the National League was just crushing the American League, and I, I think we're in the same way. And that's a great point about Lindor. Because I do, I, I, I do think in, it's important to have individual stars, positive guys. And Lindor, even though they, they missed the boat on Swinger the Mets, they, they really they really knocked it out of the park with Lindor simply because, uh, he, again, he's going to help those other guys so much. Uh, the White Sox, I, I, I almost picked the White Sox as the team for the American League because I'm interested in Tony LaBruce and what he's doing. Do, do they have enough pitching? They think they do. Um uh, Aloy Jimenez, players like that. I want to see them develop. Center fielder uh, Robert, he, you know, so they have some incredible talent. And to me, Abreu might be the most underrated player in baseball. So I think the White Sox could make it fun. And again, playing in those divisions, uh, the, the the Twins. I I this to me, make you had to ask me one question about the Twins. Yeah, it, it's always pitching with them. Yep. But I think it's a very key key player for them. Um, uh, you know, is Donaldson. Um, he he was hurt all last year. Had another one of these guys comes in, overtrains, has calf issues, he's not himself, screwed the whole year. So hopefully these guys get away from the weight room and some of the goofy uh, drills they do. Uh, like one of my favorites, I got. let me just throw on the side here because that's, that's why you have me on because people don't see what I see. One of the worst drills you can do, and I talked to my man about this, Sal Marinello. He's a longtime trainer in New Jersey. And I see all these teams doing it. Taking a sled, putting weights on a sled, and pushing the sled. I remember seeing it last year with Noah Syndergaard. And and it, it what it does is it's, it, it kind of makes you slower, not faster, pushing that heavy weight. So my point is they all train from what I've seen, they train improperly. Uh, they don't do enough of what they used to do. Something as simple as shagging. If you shag flies the right way and do your running before a game, you should be tired. That you should. The last thing you should be doing is going to a weight room after a game. You should be so exhausted, exhausted from every play, you know, getting on your toes or whatever, every play off your heels, every pitch, that you should be exhausted. But they've gotten away from all that, and it's come back to haunt them. And I go back to, why is this happening? Because people in charge, they don't know baseball. It's that simple. It's like these new rules that just came up with the minor leagues. Are you are you freaking me? Are you kidding me? The re- a bigger base? I can't wait till the first player trips on the bigger base and gets hurt and blames the base. You know, it's no accountability baseball. It's always somebody else's fault. How about now? How about if, how about if this, this, uh, this throwing the first rule goes through? In the majors, how many bases do you think Ricky Henderson would have sold? You, 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 suck, you suck the pitcher into throwing over once or twice, right? And then you can't take the biggest lead in the world you want. It, it's it, it, All the rules they're implementing don't make sense for ba- 
guys in charge at best played baseball maybe for a little bit were right in the pine on some Ivy League team. You know, so that's that's what we got going here. The the the, the, the there was a great story in uh, by Bob Nightingale uh, in, in USA Today, a good friend of mine, but he talked to a bunch of scouts about how they're all getting screwed over. You know, you know this year at games, at least right now, this, there's only going to be six scout seats behind home plate. And of course, like everything else in the world, they're using COVID as an excuse for limiting your freedoms. Yeah. And um, so, so if you get a big series around, uh, uh, you know, around the trade deadline, you'll have 30 scouts in the seats. So they only have six back there. So the other guys will be down the lines. And again, it's not exactly, you can still do your job. Don't get me wrong. It's kind of like when they move press boxes to right field or wherever they move them sometimes or on top of the stadium where you can't, you got a little ants, you watch them play. Um, you still do your job no matter what. But the lack of uh, professional courtesy for scouts is just another example of how far baseball is off the track. These are the guys that, you know, the great scouts help make the game. And uh, all this stuff adds up and you get the product you're getting right now. Kevin, um, I, I want to close with, you know, the Hall of Fame, they move it from outside to in. Talk about something that doesn't make sense. They go from outside to inside for the ceremonies. It's going to be all virtual later this summer. There's no inductees for the class of 2021 honoring 2020 instead, I guess is what they're doing, right? I mean, why don't they just, why, why don't we just wait? Uh, what what what's the what's the hurry? I mean, you 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 can't possibly not have at some point down the line, even if it's twenty twenty two. I mean, Derek Jeter has to have a day in the sun here, does he not? I mean, it's that. I mean, the right way. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I love the it's whole Derek game. Jeter, man. Yeah, yeah, and but everybody who watched Jeter's career oh. that wants to make that trip up there, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're getting cheated in a way, and. Um, and the Hall of Fame, I can understand what they're doing. Here, here's my thought for them. Um, you're dealing with a lot of older individuals. The last thing they want is to have a responsibility where they, like somebody comes there and all of a sudden bad things happen down the road and and all of a sudden the Hall of Fame is blame for somebody getting COVID and dying. You know what I mean? Whether it's the players or fans or anything like that. Having said all that, outside, outside is wonderful. You know, I go outside all the time. I'll be at the beach later today. I mean, get yourself some sunshine. I won't be at the beach, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, We don't know where we'll be that time of year, the end of July, you know, and and the virtual thing. I think they probably felt they had to make a decision one way or the other. Uh, If it was me, I might have wrote it out a little bit longer. And, um, And plus, you know, in their defense, in their defense, if they had an outside thing, what do you think most of the writers would be writing? Oh my God, mm-hmm. how can they have an event? You know, blah blah blah. So they're kind of, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place because if you go back and check, and I'm not going to do it because I'm too lazy, but if you go back and check, <laughs> how many of these writers and people in charge were just like, oh my God, the world, you know, wait two weeks, wait two weeks for this, wait for this, wait for the Super Bowl two weeks. Well, you know, two weeks happen and things are great here in Florida, you know, and, and way back when. Uh, you know, how can baseball play? How can they do that? And I, from day one, when you had me on last year, I said, it's one of the things I complimented Manford. Getting, I knew he would get that season in, and you could get the season in. And I think it was just a recent story by Wall Street Journal 
about COVID and, and, and baseball players or athletes, I forget exactly what it was, but no no long-term, you know, effects with the hearts, heart or anything like that with those who got COVID. So, so you know, it's it's like the, the Hall of Fame would have been having climb through all that crap of all the writers, you know, the sky is falling uh, through and you know who they are would be all over them. I just, I mean, if, if you cancel the ceremony again, uh, you know, and, and just give it the reason, you know, give the reason for it. It's the obvious reason. We all know what it is. We're, 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 we're closer to the finish line with this Corona stuff. We're not there yet. We don't want to have a half-ass deal. We don't want to have what sports have been doing to get back. We don't want to have 2,000 people spread across the lawn laying down in the back way up on the hill in Cooperstown and in 15 media people or whatever. Like, we don't want to do just a little small thing. We don't want to have the All virtual... little chalked out, chalked out white boxes like you see <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the spring training, which cracks me up. Come yeah, on. yeah. You but, know? you know, I just, I look... It's Derek, and no disrespect to everybody else, Larry Walker, etc. But, but come on, man. I mean, this is Derek Jeter, man. And th- th- this guy is like... He's my Joe DiMaggio. He's my Mickey Mantle. He's so many Yankee fans in, in baseball in general. Just everything that was right about the game. I mean, literally, this guy, to me, deserves... If it's 2022, then you know what? Oh, well. Like, 2020 got canceled. 2021, you're almost out of corona. You're not quite there. But you know what, KK? You give it another whole year by canceling this thing. You build it back up for 2022. And you hit a huge home run, and Derek Jeter gets the day he deserves. I, you know, you're honored as a member of the 2020 class, but you're celebrated in 2022 instead. Whatever, he's class of 2020. He's still got his day in the sun. We all know why, but he deserves that. Yeah, he does. And um, you know, I think. And the other thing I think is, you could have always planned to be outside and then gone virtual if, if the crap hit the fan. So to speak, in yeah. July, um, I, I myself would have just—I would have rolled the dice and, have, and, and I would have made things, you know, I would have made things a little different because you know uh, a lot of the indoor activities and, like I said, a lot of older gentlemen. Um, but I would have—I would have definitely had a day in the sun uh, for for Jeter. I'm guessing that this wasn't a, a decision they made by themselves. I think MLB was involved and. Um, it's, it's sad, you know. Now Jeter will get a big, uh, uh, he'll get a big ovation come 2022 when he's introduced before the uh, before the event. I think that's what Yankee fans are going to have to do. They're going to have to make, uh, you know, make the trek up maybe in 2022. It's absurd. And um, and uh, you know, then how about one one other thing? How about and I'm thinking about doing this. How about if you, you just in 2022 you just go off steroids? And, and, and the whole ballot, just go crazy, you know, elect them all, put Bond up there, put A-Rod in there, but have a class like that, and then you can have you can have Derek, when he's getting introduced, celebrate him, uh, you know, for how he played the game, so, yeah, it's, it's, it, it always seems like the Hall of Fame, I love the Hall of Fame, I love the people up there, but there always seems to be some controversy. I know. And I think it, it keeps them in the, it keeps them in the conversation, which is a good thing, but, uh, I'm with you. I would love to see. I would love to see that. Chris, we've been there many times. There's nothing like uh, this, the summer. That summer event. It's the best day in baseball, and I do think uh, there's a way to have it. Um, and I'm all for. You know, I, I was thinking about this too. It, it's it's a great summer event, but 
you could have even pushed it back this year and tried to get it outside maybe if you felt more comfortable in uh, October, you know, or something right. like that. So, yeah. uh, so there were other options, but it is what it is. We, and what, what I said earlier in the conversation goes across the board in life, everything in life now, when you're wondering about things, just say, oh, they're, throwing the, they're using the COVID excuse. That's what it's all about. Use the COVID excuse on everything. You can get, with, you can get away with anything. Yep, no doubt. Or, you know, just... COVID excuse, cancel it, you know, cancel, get, get rid of Mr. Potato Head, get rid of the Amazon logo, get rid of, get rid of Dr. Seuss. I mean, my God, just can't, just everybody stop. Just go like, you know, go lay in a closet, you know, just lay in a closet. That's, that's all we can do. Apparently Kevin Kernan, amazing work at ball9.com. America's most beloved sports writer at AMBS underscore Kernan, a must follow KK. You are the best. Thank you, man. It's always great to be on, and uh, next week I'm doing a nice piece on uh, Irish, the Irish in baseball. So um, talking to some people from uh, the uh, Irish American Baseball Society, and uh, um, that's going to be uh, that's going to be an interesting piece uh, uh, coming up. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports, the ML Sports Platter, all a part of the Brawl Network at Network Brawl on Twitter, and make sure to download and subscribe. To all of our shows, great content, awesome hosts, very informative throughout the Brawl Network. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Empower Federal Credit Union, Camillus Golf Club, Rosie's Corner, and our good friends at Sydney Sit Syracuse. If you're in and around Central New York, the best dog training out there, any breed, any behavior, any dog, Sydney Sit Syracuse, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Thanks again to Kevin Kernan. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com match. Limitations apply. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com cloud. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.